Hey everybody, Mike Dyer from WCPO. I am here at the 38th annual Moeller High School Sports Stag inside the Brisbane Family Education Center. And as uh, you can see, uh, gonna be joined by a lot of Moeller High School uh, coaches and guests tonight on this uh, special episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. As always, you can get us on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Feature guest here at the 30th Annual Muller High School Sports Tag, Sean Casey, Mike Dyer here from WCPO Channel 9. Sean, t- thanks for taking a few minutes. How was your uh, trip into Cincinnati again? It, it was good. Great, man. Are you kidding me? I, I love being back here. This is, this is home for me. So I drove in from Pittsburgh. It was a four-hour drive. And and here we are. I'm looking for. I'm just. I'm glad to be back. Tell you the truth. How much do you enjoy doing these stags? I love it. These stags yeah. are great, man. These. It's a great time, and uh, you know, the good thing about stags is it's, it's such a light feel, and I'm a, you know kind of that light guy, and I like to tell some stories, and it just turns out to be a great time. Uh, do you just kind of let it flow? Do you have some things in mind? I mean, I got, got some just, things in mind. Right, I mean, right. I have some. Th- you know what? I, I looked at it. I looked at the at the stuff that I had written down I was like it would be almost impossible to get to all this so I'm just gonna have I'm gonna have to pick and choose some of the best stuff I know a lot of people want to talk to you quick thought on the Reds this offseason wow they're gonna be good man you know I remember talking to you know Dick Williams a few years ago and he was saying listen we're ready to soon here to make that push and I think that push is here you know adding Castellanos and Moustakis you know in that lineup shoes that rotation I mean wow that's scary it's one of the I think right now it's one of the better rotations in the game uh, and they're only going to get better. So uh, it's going to be fun, fun, fun team to watch. And be interesting to see how Votto responds to having some more bats in that lineup. Maybe he goes to that next level again. You kind of look back at your career here in Cincinnati. What are you yeah. most proud of? Oh, man, I'm most proud of that. Well, I'm so proud of the guys I played with. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of uh, just um, representing this city. I just I loved it here. You know, my, two of my oldest sons were born here. Um, you know, it's just, it, it was just a wonderful experience. You know, I think back to all the great players I played with. Adam Dunn just shot me a text when I was on the way in here. And, you know, all those guys, you know, LaRue and Griffey and Lark and, and uh, you know, Chris Reitzman, just a, all the great dudes that I played with, Danny Graves. So uh, it's just, just play with so many good teammates. And uh, I could probably go on for days. I'm just, I'm just so thankful. I'm so, I was so thankful that the majority of my career was played here in Cincinnati. I just... I, I'm, I'm just, as I look back at my career, I'm so grateful. We've had a lot of sad moments in the sports world, obviously, in 2020. And uh, Tony Fernandez, I know, was a teammate of oh, yours uh, yeah, with the Indians yes, in 97. Yes. Played here in Cincinnati for a little bit in 94. Yeah, but uh, what do you remember yeah. most about You Tony? know what's crazy? I was just telling a buddy of mine, my first, my first game in the big leagues, my first at bat in the big leagues, my stuff didn't come in from Buffalo. So I had, I had, no, I had no helmet, I had no bat, no anything. And I remember going to the helmet rack. They're like, hey, you're going to hit for Dave Justice. And I was like, I am? So I go to the helmet rack, and I was like, the only helmet I could find that was seven and a quarter lefty helmet was Tony Fernandez. Right, wow. So I went up to Tony. I was like, Tony, do you think I could borrow your helmet? Like, it's the only one I figured. Oh, hey, my friend. You know, nice. Just Tony Fernandez was one of the nicest human beings ever. But I'll always remember Tony Fernandez, how gracious he was to let me wear his helmet for my first hit in the big leagues. We're not going to get into the Astros stuff. We're going to yeah. keep this a positive, yeah, good, good. positive note, Thank positive you. evening. Thank you. Thank you. Your, your uh, best memory of playing high school sports there in Pennsylvania. Oh, my gosh. You kidding me? Uh, when I, in 1992, we won in, in, in Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh, uh, the Whippeal is where we played, you know, Western Pennsylvania Interathletic League or whatever. And that's, that's the big thing. And we won the championship uh, my senior year. And I, you know, I tell guys all the time, like, those relationships that I developed and you know, those guys on those teams, those high school, those are some of the greatest friends I still have to this day because I live in the town that I grew up in. So and I look back at, at high school sports and what it meant to me and uh, like they said, the friendships that I created are, are, are 
crisis. Besides baseball, what else did you play? Well, you know what? I played basketball and football my freshman year, and then I turned out I couldn't dribble, jump, or shoot, <laughs> or run. So that killed basketball. And then in football, they had me an offensive guard. I was like, all right, it's time to just play baseball. <laughs> Everyone always says, hey, man, you really grinded. You really just played focused on baseball in high school. I was like, that wasn't my choice. <laughs> the, the basketball and football said, you stink, play baseball. So <laughs> Now you know the rest of the story, right? It's the story. The rest of the story is history. Sean Casey, really appreciate it. Lot, Enjoy the stag. Yeah, thanks, thanks very much. Mike Dyer from WCPO here again at the 30th annual Moeller High School Sports Stag and pleased to be joined by Athletic Director Mike Asbeck. Mike, thanks for taking a few minutes. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for being here. What a great night having Sean Casey as the featured speaker. A lot of guests and dignitaries in here. Uh, how neat is it to, to see the crowd coming in? Tonight? It's a great crowd, great representation of Moeller, and having Sean here is obviously a big draw. Uh, we're really excited. We look at this as an opportunity for the Moeller community to get together. And uh, a lot of alums here. And uh, it's just been a great night so far. And we're looking forward to hearing Sean speak along with some other people who are going to be here. It should be great. Great. Well, take us through a little bit of the winter sports season, uh, what, what you'd like so far. Well, we're, we're wrapping it up. And, uh, you know, basketball, obviously, we're obviously getting the one seed, winning the league. Uh, game against uh, Little Miami this Saturday at, at Hamilton. We're geared up and ready for a little... Uh, tournament run with the basketball team. We'll see where that takes us. Um, right now, our, our wrestling team, we've got our league meet, uh, league matches at uh, St. X this Saturday. Uh, we've had a number of kids qualify for the state uh, swim meet. Uh, Gavin Osterday, uh, our diver, also qualified. So we'll be up in Canton this weekend dealing with some of those things. Our, bat, our, our bowling team also qualified for the district, finishing fourth in the sectional today. So we're really proud of those guys as well. And our hockey team uh, starts off with the OHSA tournament uh, this upcoming week as well. So it's a busy time, great time of the year for us winter sports to be wrapping some things up, getting into tournament time. But it's also kicking off spring as we transition into that time. I was say, you've been doing this for a long time, Mike, but how do you keep tabs on everything? There's obviously a lot of demands, as, as any athletic director would know, around the city, around the state. But, uh, you know, what, what's it like just to, to, you know, not only enjoy the success, but maybe, you know, as an AD, you can't necessarily get wrapped up into one program or anything because you have so many other programs and coaches and student athletes to, to It's to busy. It's a juggling act. I, I've, I've got sons myself. My oldest will be a freshman here next year, so we're excited about that to kind of balance out some of that schedule a little bit. But uh, it's a great, this is a great time of year. Uh, there's there's the excitement of the March Madness with the basketball and some of the other sports wrapping up, but there's also the newness of the spring season and the warmth and hopefully the warmth. <laughs> no and, rain, right? And, yeah, no rain. <laughs> and, and starting that, and spring happens so quickly. It's about a six-week regular season, so it, it goes quickly. But, uh, you know, and everybody gears up and seniors, you try to avoid the senioritis as long as you can. Um, but it's a busy but exciting time of the year as we wrap things up and hopefully on a high note. Take us through some of those spring sports programs, if you could, too. Maybe uh, starting with baseball and how things are looking well, for Coach, Coach Elg. Well, yeah, we start. You know, tryouts are coming up, so that's always a busy time of the year. But, you know, we're really excited about the opportunities that our guys have, you know, playing over Schuler Park. And, um, you know, Coach Elg plays one of the toughest schedules around. And we do that for a reason. We do that for all our sports for a reason so that we're able to compete and make sure we're prepared when it comes to tournament time. Uh, lacrosse, Sean McGinnis has done a great job. Uh, you know, we, we've got 90 kids in our lacrosse program now. We have three teams uh, in managing that. and Obviously, we've been in the Final Eight, Final Four. We won a state championship a couple years ago. So that's been a big plus for us. Our track program, numbers are great. Uh, Coach Crockett's done a great job with that. Uh, not to mention our tennis program. Uh, 
Uh, Alex Thompson has done a great job with our tennis program, with our JV and varsity, and preparing us. And we play over at Blue Ash Y. So it's it, it, it's busy. We're their teams are having tryouts, figuring out where they're going to be. And two weeks from now, we'll be hot and heavy into that. And winter will be somewhat of a distant memory, but we'll have some other sports going along through, through, through that process, too. Thinking of some outdoor teams, and I also want to mention the boys' volleyball program. Talk yes. to Lee Meyer, um, first-year coach, come in. I mean, obviously, no stranger to the program, being a 2007 grad and being assistant in 2012. Yeah, Lee, Lee is one of our new head coaches. I'll be talking to him about him tonight a little bit. Um, I don't think our program misses a beat. I think our guys are geared up and ready. Our preseason workouts have been phenomenal. Our numbers are great. Um, I'm looking forward to these guys and getting right back to the state states and uh, competing at the highest level as they could have they've done in the past. We talk about spring and outdoors, and I know you have a facility upgrade at the Jerry Faust Athletic yeah, Complex. Yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, new turf going on right now. People say going on right now. It's, it's February, correct. Uh, the weather's cooperating. We should have our new turf football field uh, in place uh, by uh, by mid March, and we'll be able to transition to that for for our cross opportunities, and then our soccer field, which is about a year or two away as far as longevity goes. So we'll be replacing that in the next couple of years as well. But real excited about kicking off that new field out back here this spring, uh, leading into the fall. Don't want to get too far ahead, but I talked to Mike Welker about the soccer team. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Mark Elder and the football team and how uh, the transition's been for him as a first year. It's coach. been great. He's here tonight. Hopefully, you get a chance to talk to him. Um, it, it's been great. I think the kids are bought in. I think he brings a different perspective. I think he brings a passion. I think he brings an accountability that these guys are thirsting for. And, uh, you know, I know uh, we're, we're looking forward to that uh, August uh, 28th date at uh, Middletown and get, the, get that uh, campaign started off as well. Tell us a little bit about the setup for home games this year, too. Well, home games, we, you know, we're, we're partnering with Princeton again. We have three games at Princeton. Uh, those are all Saturday games because of scheduling conflicts. So uh, we will be playing those three Saturday games and some of them because we have some out-of-town teams. Uh, we'll also be playing our homecoming game on uh, October 9th against Elder at UC. Uh, so that'll be our homecoming game. Then we'll finish up the season out back like we did last year against uh, Riverside Academy from Canada uh, for our senior day and hopefully leading us into the playoffs the following week. Appreciate it. Moeller Athletic Director Mike Eisbeck, always appreciate the perspective and insight. Awesome. Thanks very much. Enjoy the Thank night. You. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, man. Out here at the 38th Annual Moeller High School Sports Stag, and please be joined by Moeller soccer coach Mike Welker. Mike, thanks for taking a few minutes. No again. problem. No problem. Appreciate it. Always oh, fun. Well, uh, t- tell us about the Crusaders this offseason, what you mo- what you like the most about uh, um, how things look for this upcoming fall. I-, I think right now all of our guys are extremely hungry. Uh, you know, we return a lot of players with a lot of experience, but they're young. Um, which that genuinely means they're going to get bigger, they're going to get faster, they're going to get stronger. Um, they bought into our culture, they bought into our system. We returned seven freshmen, uh, six sophomores, uh, three juniors. Um, our junior, our, our captain who's returning, Kate Tepe, is getting high level looks at Division One schools. He'll be our leader this year, uh, and they'll have something to prove. You know, they've they've been told and they've been. Um, you know, lived off this mantra of riding the previous guy's coattails, and they know that that's not the case, and they're ready to prove on their own um, that the chapter is turned from, you know, Parker Grinstead and Ben Heggie and Will Lahneman, and they're ready to make names for themselves. So we're really excited. We've worked really hard. They're all doing club stuff. 
uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun this season. I know Cade's second team All-State, 15 goals, 8 assists, I believe, yep. a year ago. Uh, Where are yep. some of the schools that are showing interest in it? Yeah, so Ohio State, um, Dayton, Xavier, Bowling Green, Louisville. Cade's a big-time player. Uh, he plays for Cup Gold 2 his club team. Um, plays at the top level there, uh, National League. Uh, we just get, I'm, I'm actually one of his coaches on those teams. Uh, we were at Panama City. We are at Tampa Bay. Uh, we'll be at Vegas here in a couple weeks. Uh, so it's big-time soccer, and he's a big-time player. Um, and we're excited for that. About three years younger than him, uh, the 2005, so a lot of the incoming freshmen and um, sophomores for next year, there's seven to eight guys on, on those teams that are playing at the same level as Kate Tepe. So we're extremely excited about the future of Molder soccer, um, and we're ready to uh, you know continue to plant our flag as – what we feel is one of the top teams and top programs in the city. You kind of mentioned something to me before about how you want to uh, emulate the basketball program yep. a little bit and take a kind of page out of their book, so yep. to speak. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. I know a lot of coaches will swap ideas from across mm-hmm. different sports. Uh, I yeah. just find that kind of interesting. So Coach Kramer, um, you know, I went to Mulder. So uh, I unfortunately spent too much time in Coach Kramer's office when I was here. He was the dean of discipline, so I might have gotten in trouble too many times. But um, I, have a good, I have a great relationship with Coach Kramer, and he's someone I you know, respect immensely. When I took the job, the first thing that I did was meet with Coach Kramer, and I said, help me become better. Uh, I was the freshman head coach, um, but I really want I, – obviously what they've done, what he's done is immaculate and what you know, every, every coach has strived to be um, and do what they've done. So the little things. Uh, year one, we went 7-7-2. Seven, seven and two. wasn't what we wanted to be. That offseason, we, re- we revamped our program altogether. We don't talk about wins. We don't talk about making a state title. We don't talk about winning the GCL. We talk about every single practice getting better. And, and a lot of coaches say this. It's very cliche, right. but we mean it. You know, he has win. He, he says win, and it's what's important now. And it's not, you know, wins and losses and records. Those will all take care of themselves. If we focus on, you know, Nick Saban, I read his book. Um, I can't think of the name of it I at this time. Good to be great or whatever right, it is. Right. Um, you know, it's all about dominating that second on the clock. You don't pay attention to the scoreboard. You just work to get better. So he's – I'm a basketball guy. Bob Huggins is my favorite coach of all time. I'm probably the craziest soccer coach in the city on the sidelines. <laughs> but it's all passionate. It's all love. Um, and, and they've – I've learned so much from basketball, from how they handle themselves and, you know, everything. So he's been amazing for me and um, – if in a if a second life, I would love to be a basketball coach at some point. So, tell me about your 2020 schedule and what you like from there. We we pride ourselves on trying to play the hardest schedule in the state. Um, for this upcoming year, uh, we we're now playing St. Ignatius, who just won the national championship. Um, we play uh, St. Charles. We play St. Toledo. Uh, both of them highly ranked teams. St. Charles lost in the Elite Eight, I believe. Uh, we are going to be playing New Albany. New Albany has. You can play this interview back in two years, maybe even this year. New Albany will be playing for state titles in the next two or three years. They're loaded. They just got a bunch of kids back from the Columbus crew. We play Louisville Trinity, who's always a top 25 team in the country. And then locally here, we play East, West. Um, we always play the GCL schools, which obviously is extremely tough. Who else do we play? I don't know. We play a really, really, really tough schedule. I don't believe in taking any off games, and I learned that from Coach Hurley before me. Every game we want is to challenge our guys. There's no, you know, gimme games. There's no easy games. We could go 0-16 with how hard our schedule is, um, but we wouldn't want to do what. We say every year we want to be the best. 
in order to be the best, we feel like we need to play the best and challenge ourselves to get to that point. So we won't shy down from from any competition, and we want to have the bullseye on our back, right or wrong. Um, and it's not arrogance. You know, we say like we want to be viewed as a top team, and we need to handle ourselves that way. Um, and in order to do that, you got to play the top teams. You mentioned Cade. You mentioned the, the younger players, the freshmen and sophomores from last year. Who are yeah. some other guys we should be watching for? Yeah, Christian Omer. Uh, Christian is is a kid. He'll be a junior this year. Uh, he's ready to take the next uh, next step. Uh, he's going to be a big time goal scorer. I think ten plus goals. Um, you know, a, a lot of these sophomores coming up: um, Luke Wilson, Chase Westendorf, Ryan Grams, and Nolan O'Neill. Uh, we have to replace Cal Collins. He'll be a first ballot. Uh, uh, Hall of Famer at Moeller, our goalkeeper. We have Ethan Benny, who's looking really strong. Sam Knoll. There's a lot of competition at goalkeeper. So we got a lot of parts. You know, I, I always say high school sports and high school soccer is like the TV show Chopped. If you watch Chopped, where you get like a fish and, you know, whatever, you know, vinegar and whatever you have to do, and you have to make this gourmet dish. We got a lot of good pieces right now. Now we just have to make this gourmet dish. And we don't know what formation we are going to play. We don't know anything other than we got a ton of talent. We're going to have a ton of fun. We have a ton of passion about when we're playing sports. Um, and we're going to be really good. We, we're going to figure it out, but we're going to be really good. And we got a lot of really good guys that I think will be fun for anyone to come out and watch us play. Well, our head soccer coach, Mike Walker, really appreciate your time. Best yes. of luck to the Crusaders. Yes, for sure. Thank Thanks you. Very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I want to introduce Lee Meyer, uh, the Muller head volleyball coach here, and Lee's taking a few minutes uh, to talk to me about the Crusaders. Lee, thanks for taking a few minutes, and uh, how are you this this week? I'm doing great. Uh, definitely wrapping up to the start of our regular season here in two weeks, and I'm really glad that I could take some time to be here with you tonight. Appreciate it, Lee. And uh, obviously, you were hired in August uh, as the next Muller head volleyball coach, 2007 grad here at Muller, and uh, you know you have a lot of experience uh, within the program. You coached. Uh, uh, as an assistant back in 2012, and uh, obviously coming off a Division One state runner-up uh, finished a year ago, mm -hmm. I know there's got to be a lot of expectations. Uh, what do you like most about the team uh, so far this winter as you kind of look ahead to that season opener on March 22nd here at Muller? So uh, the thing I've enjoyed so far the most is just the, the attitude and the, the responsibility that the senior class has taken on so far. Uh, almost instantaneously after accepting the job, I I had to meet the team and a whole bunch of seniors came up and said, hey, when are we going to get started? When are we going to start working out? When are we going to start lifting? And really pushing me to be a better coach from, from day one of, of the hiring announcement. So uh, just the leadership, the, the, the personality of the team, and the fact that they're really striving to, to one-up the result that they had last year. So the, the state championship has been in the back of their head since since before I even was hired. Obviously, uh, uh, came in that state final and played St. X at GCL South right. Rivals. So certainly, probably uh, a lot of a lot of players thinking about that that yeah. moment. But uh, how have you turned the page on that? And and maybe maybe it's a motivating force. Maybe it's not. But how, how have you kind of approached it as your first year as head coach? I mean, the reality is, is regardless of what your result is the previous season, the the goal of any team is to just take small steps to getting better each and every day and with again with that commitment that's started at the, the varsity senior junior and senior level uh it's it's resulted in having a lot more freshmen and sophomores come out to our preseason uh conditioning and lifting sessions and our open gyms and really streamlining that uh that program mentality that you know starts once you're a freshman in the program and builds up to your senior year so Lee, tell me a little bit about your experience and um, background in volleyball. As I mentioned, uh, 2007 grad here at Moeller, and uh, tell me about 
Uh, I know you had pro experience, and just tell me a little bit about uh, your background in volleyball. So my background in volleyball starts super young. Uh, both my parents met playing volleyball, so you could say that it was kind of a destiny. Um, my dad was one of actually the two founding fathers of the Molly volleyball program back in 1995. Uh, he and Tom Brinkman set some really good roots here uh, at Moeller at that time, and uh, I'm really glad and pleased to say that my dad's coming back to coach at the freshman level this year. Um, and I was one of four kids, and each of us played volleyball, grade school through high school, and even through college. So uh, to be able to compete and watch my siblings play and sort of having volleyball as the nucleus of the family aside from faith um, really gave us all something to, you know, have in common and, and be competitive about. What does this program really mean to you? Uh, I mean, this program, I, I credit a lot of my personal successes to the, to the uh, you know, the morals and the values that I learned as a player. Um, three years at varsity with my dad as a coach, with Greg Ewell and Joe Burke, uh, all people I still talk with consistently now, even though I graduated over 13 years ago. Um, you know, they all were at my wedding and they continue to be mentors and influencers on me, even now to this day. And I just hope that I can have that same impact and be a mentor to all the kids that I'm working with day in and day out. It's awesome. How important is that to, you know, beyond the court? Uh, we always hear about, you know, being a well-rounded student athlete and, and coaches take that to heart. Sure. And with the responsibility of teaching life lessons, that's what high school sports, in theory, what, that's what it's right. supposed to be about. Right. So uh, how have you kind of implemented that maybe early on for, with some of your players? I mean, the biggest thing is um, one of the sort of unsung characteristics of our program is we are truly student athletes. And, you know, looking back on last year's team, I think the cumulative GPA was around a 3-7 for the entire varsity wow. squad. And I know that we have just as competitive academic kids on our team this year. And, you know, the ability to work with kids that are working hard in the classroom and knowing that you're going to get that same attitude on the court, just it makes it really easy and really fun as a coach to know that they're dedicated to it, they're coachable, and they're going to learn fast. Tell me an interesting story about uh, your time in Costa Rica. Can you, sure. uh, can you share that uh, with our viewers? And just, I, I know people will be interested to know your, about your experience there. Yeah, so taking uh, back to my time in college, I was fortunate enough to play volleyball and, and study architecture at Ball State. And at the time, probably about Christmas time, New Year's time of, of that last senior year, I thought I was full on, just ready to go and get my, my graduate degree so I could become a licensed architect even faster. And uh, a classmate and, and uh, religious mentor of mine uh, said, hey, let's go to this conference and we can also go on a couple of college visits, kind of do two things with one stone. And I just had this coming to faith realization that at that time my calling wasn't to be a grad student, but my calling was to go and take the skills that I had learned in undergrad and apply them to, you know, a faith-based organization. And at that time, at the end of that conference with Engineering Ministries International, I found out there was an internship program where interns get dispersed into any of the seven world international offices. And I felt compelled to uh, take some of the Spanish I learned from Muller High School and, and uh, 
be a, a missionary down in Costa Rica. And by God's grace, and uh, after some work and dedication to that application, I was granted the internship to be one of four interns in Costa Rica. And uh, to be able to start my professional career as a missionary is something that I never thought that I would have done, but looking back on that four-month experience, I wouldn't have traded for anything. How does that still impact you today, Lee? Um, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I have been back to Costa Rica since I initially went down there, yet I still have conversations with uh, my teammates that I play with down there, as well as my host family. And it's also an organization that I continue to uh, f support financially and spiritually. And, uh, you know, it's just really cool to be able to take a talent that isn't traditionally associated with uh, faith-based ministry, but to be able to do it. Um, right. You know, most people don't see design work as a mission, but the reality is, is to be able to design, in this case, a school for, for kids in a, in a retreat center for underprivileged kids in, in the Dominican Republic. Uh, it just shows that anything that you do professionally in life can also be applied spiritually. And, you know, I take that with me every day in the work that I do now. I'm WCPO's Mike Dyer. I'm speaking with Mullerhead volleyball coach Lee Meyer. And uh, Lee, kind of transition into the season a little bit. As I mentioned, the Crusaders open March 22nd against Louisville St. X and Louisville Trinity here at the Brisbane Family Education Center. Um, who are some players that have really kind of stood out for you uh, early on? And, and, you know, what do you kind of expect, uh, you know, as we get going into uh, into March? So, you know, having the team finish in the state finals last year with a tight, tough loss to St. X and four, uh, I have the special, uh, I've inherited a very special group of seniors, uh, five of which were juniors starting on the team last year. Um, so, you know, some returning starters are our middle hitter, Alec Bowles, uh, just a really good kid, uh, takes care of things. He's kind of like the glue that brings everyone together. Um, our returning libero, Hunter Haas, is I think only a couple of digs away from beating our program's all-time varsity dig record. And, I mean, he just gets after it. He's an animal in the gym. Uh, he doesn't let the ball hit the floor. Uh, I've got other seniors like Luke Fuller and um, Ryan Reynolds that have just been true and true, uh, really give positive environment and make sure that everyone's giving it their all. And then, you know, various other seniors and, and returning players that just, you know, they've got a fire that they've kind of established in their pushing me every day to make sure that whatever we do to to do as best we can, that's where we're... Uh, I assume that when yeah. you took this position in August and you knew, you know, these guys were ready to go. It's not like you yeah. got to go back and, you know, uh, give them instructional lessons on things that are just very basic. It seems like these guys are just ready to... We'll be, we'll be, I have the privilege of starting with some upper level IQ stuff. Uh, you know, the fundamentals are there. Uh, and you know, I, I credit that to a lot of the coaching staff that, that worked with these kids in their first couple of years here at Moeller. Um, and, you know, without them, uh, we wouldn't be where we are today. Moeller head volleyball coach Lee Mayer. Thank you, everyone, for watching the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. We will talk to you soon.